Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Welcome to the Think Unbroken podcast. I'm your host, Michael Unbroken, and this podcast is about helping trauma survivors let go of the past, overcome their fear, discover their identity, become the hero of their own story, and ultimately to be unbroken. Our goal in company is to bring on guests and experts in the fields of mental, physical, and psychological health to help you overcome the past, to take 
back your power. And in this podcast, we are unedited and unfiltered, and we're going to give it to you real so that you can start to create massive change in your life. If you're curious about learning more outside the podcast, you can get a free copy of my book, Think Unbroken, at book.thinkunbroken.com. That's book.thinkunbroken.com, where you can get a copy of my number one bestselling book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma. The most important thing that you can ever do, my friends, is show up for yourself. And that's where you are today. And I appreciate you. I have massive gratitude for you. And without further ado, let's get into the show. We'll be right back to the show. But before we do, I'm going to take a moment and tell you about my new book, Unbroken Man, a man's guide to being the hero of their own story. I sat down a few months ago and realized that there are so many men in the world that need guidance, that need support, that need to learn about trauma, removing themselves from toxic masculinity, breaking down the barriers to vulnerability, getting unstuck, and ultimately learning the tools to become the hero of their own story. Unbroken Man is available for pre-order right now if you go to men.thinkunbroken.com where you'll also get access to over $1,000 in bonuses, including the six-week in-depth trauma healing coaching app, which you'll get instant access to. I created Unbroken Man to be accessible to everyone around the world, but it is written for men from the guise of a man, and I hope that you will find it to be a practical tool on your healing journey in the same way that thousands of men around the world have. So check out men.thinkunbroken.com to pre-order, and until next time, be unbroken. At the end of the day, your life is in your hands. You have control over this. You can write this beautiful, beautiful story about who you are. But if you're unwilling to face the fear, if you're unwilling to operate within your values, if you're unwilling to stand up for yourself, you will not have the life that you want to have. And look, I wish it were different. I wish I could just hand you the life that you want. But I'm going to tell you right now, as a person who's had to do a tremendous amount of fucking work and who still does day in and day out, The truth about this is the road is not easy. The path is not easy. The journey is not easy, but the destination is worth it. When you're going through the process of recognizing and looking at your past self through the scope of where you are in the present moment, how do you reconcile you are no longer that person while balancing, okay, I'm in this moment, the future is uncertain, but I feel like I'm starting to tap into myself. And there's this thing you that I, I believe people cling on to as past experiences where they go, that is who I am and I cannot let go. So is reconciliation for you letting go of that, adjusting, like what does that actually look like for you? Well, I mean, number one, I I have been through a harder little window of time and that is not comparable to a lot of the trauma that other people have been through. So I want to be careful in how I even couch the way that I have processed this because I don't want it in any way to sound dismissive of or toxic positivity-esque or rose-colored glasses in any way. But for me, the way that I've thought about my experiences is through the lens of two broad categories. I have these central experiences that have in some ways defined who I think I am, and these circumstantial experiences, things that happened to have happened. They are a part of my story. They are the color commentary of my life, but they don't define 
who I am. And when I think about my central experiences, think of like Inside Out, that uh, animated Pixar movie, right? There are some things that are formative in our history that have been attributed positive or negative feeling. And those attributions inform in many ways who we believe ourselves to be and what we think ourselves to be capable of because of that positive or negative attribution. And, and I, I just know for myself, as much as I have had some experiences that I wouldn't have liked to necessarily go through or that I wish hadn't necessarily happened, they happened. And acceptance is part of, you know, understanding who I am, but also asking if there is a way for me to frame those experiences in a Tony Robbins-esque kind of way as being for me, not having happened to me. That's some of the hard work that happens in therapy, in conversation with God, in community with close friends, on a rock in nature when I am meditating, trying to find a way to say, hey, I know at the end of 2019, I made this really bold declaration that 2020 was going to be my best year ever. And what I didn't appreciate in going through divorce and transitioning out of a company I'd helped build, I didn't appreciate that I didn't get a say in the conditions that would bring my best forward. And as much as I am not interested, like most people are not interested in reliving 2020, I was able to, in this kind of an exercise, find a way to create positive attribution for some of the hardest things that I've had to go through as the catalysts for why I now believe myself to be stronger emotionally and mentally and physically and relationally and spiritually, right? Being forced to your knees made my strength in my God and my faith that much bigger, being challenged to understand why I think the way that I do or spending as much time I did with a therapist made me stronger emotionally and mentally. Spending time with people that I cared most about or being forced to walk alongside the trauma that my own kids were experiencing in the end of their parents' marriage brought us together and created a bond that's stronger today than it was before. Getting out and running or being in a gym and getting physically fit was training me to understand how strong I could be even in the midst of hard times, right? All of these things were a byproduct of attempting to create positive attribution for something that was hard in my life. And the, the beauty that has been part of my story, and, and hopefully it's a thing that someone who's listening today might be able to spend a little time on, there are times when things that were a formative part of my identity, a central experience, became, because of the deconstructing of the pieces that I'd afforded weight to, circumstantial experiences because of time and perspective. And it doesn't mean, again, that I'm looking to dismiss that, man, you didn't deserve it. It wasn't fair. That trauma is something that you still need to honor and spend time in therapy and community and grieve. But also, if we're able to see these things as maybe the reason why we're the warrior now that can handle whatever comes next or stronger because of having survived them, or if over time we're able to release ourselves from some of the weight that we have assigned to them in a way that make them things that happened to have happened, but don't get a say in who we are, we now are the authors of what of our experiences define us. And it's hard work, it's long work, it's complicated work, and it's work that, you know, for me has been a three and a half plus year kind of journey that will likely never end as I continue to try and define how putting myself into situations that sometimes introduce pain or trauma or grief 
are things that are ultimately going to be part of why I've become who I'm known as at the end of my life. There's there's something I want to touch on here, Brandon, because I think it's really important, whereas most people will skip over it. You can sit and you can visualize and you can create in your mind and manifest as, all, as much as you want all day long the life that you want to have. But I still believe it requires a tremendous amount of work and effort and energy. Would you agree with that? Because I don't want people just to hear you go, he thought about it and suddenly yeah. he had this hundred, you know, $10 million business Inc. 500. But, you know, talk to me about the practical side of creating the life that you want to have while also navigating through the creating the life that you want to have in your mind. Mm. I love that question. And I talk about this in detail in my new book, uh, The Golden Key, which, you know, I'd love to give to the audience, uh, the audio and or ebook. Um, you know, the key word in law of attraction, action. <laughs> and so learning, it's not just about sitting Indian style on, in the corner and, you know, sending distance Reiki to, to create something. Um, I, I'm someone, I'm definitely a doer, but it's, it's, so that comes very naturally to me and, and probably to you, it sounds like, but it's about finding that balance of, you know, how do we manifest the, 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 um, you know, stew of manifestation. There's a lot of ingredients that go into that, you know, and that's something that I talk about in my book. And I think learning how to really follow your own, um, inner excitement and knowing when it's time to act and when it's not. And, you know, I mean, up until recently, I've had a big, the biggest spell of not sure how I wanted to direct my energy. And I took that as an opportunity instead of in the past, I would just throw myself into something. And I said, no, I'm not going to do that this time. I'm going to wait. I'm going to follow the signs. I'm going to allow for what, what is my always tuning into myself. Hmm, am I feeling inspired to follow this breadcrumb? And if it is, if I'm inspired that is an indicator that there's something for me there. Now, it might not take me all the way to the promised land. I may even go down a path that comes to a dead end at some point, but there's something I needed to learn on that journey. And if I learn to tap into knowing that what's right for me, what I'm seeking is seeking me, and what keeps it at bay is me trying to ever force something. Or, um, you know, here's the thing is when some when you're following a path that's for you, it, 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 you're lit up about it. You're going to find excitement in yourself about it. There's going to be, doesn't, and then the work, you know, what is the saying, you know, do something you love and you never work a day in your life. I, I believe that that, that path is there for all of us. It's finding it. And it doesn't mean it's never going to be hard or challenging or any of those things. But once again, smooth seas never made for a skilled sailor and you came to be a skilled sailor. So knowing you didn't just come here for it to be all roses, rainbows, and butterflies. Your, your soul wants that hero's journey tale. That is the, it's why every great movie like Star Wars, for example, is rooted in the hero's journey tale because that is our journey as a species, as a society. That is mankind's uh, core journey, I, I believe. And so learning to be aware and tapping into yourself and getting sensitive to, hmm, how am I feeling about this? Am I feeling inspired? Okay, I'm not feeling inspired to go that direction. What am I feeling inspired to do? How can I, oh, is this a time for rest? Okay, let me honor that. Sometimes the most useful thing you can do is to sit back and rest and, and allow some time to pass. And so it, it is a dance. It's it's like, you know, it really takes getting um, tuned into the subtle energies. And that takes time for all of us to get better at, more adept at. And I think experience uh, and awareness, you know, 
helps with that. When you, when you look at life from the scope of comparison or jealousy, it leaves a lot of room for misinterpretation because yeah. the reality is, you know, and it's so funny because I'm, I'm lucky enough to have really incredible mentors in my life. People who would go, how did you get in connection with that person? And when yeah. you're in connection with that person, what you recognize is like they have mentors too. Yes, right? definitely. Everyone yeah. is in this journey. They're they're looking at the person one step ahead of them so they can go and create the life that they want to have. And I, I think about that every single day. And for me, it yeah. started with this idea of, okay, where do you begin? What is step one? What does it actually take? You know, and I, I measure this idea of my life and what I want to build and what I create against the goals that I put in place. And I just go, okay, what do I have to do to get there? How do you get there? I think one of the hardest parts about this, Vince, is that people are terrified to write down their goals because it's often preceded by, I'm not good enough. I don't deserve it. Who am I to have this thing? Yeah. Talk to me about how you navigate that. We'll be right back, but I wanted to take a quick moment to tell you about the Think Unbroken six-week trauma healing coaching program. If you go to coaching.thinkunbroken.com, that's coaching.thinkunbroken.com, you can sign up for the six-week daily Think Unbroken Trauma Healing Coaching Program. In this program, we're going to go over the six principles of healing trauma, adaptation, understanding the impacts of trauma, how to become the hero of your own story, what to do next, and ultimately what it means to be unbroken. For more information about this six-week coaching program, which you can download as an app on your phone and take with you everywhere, no matter where you are in the world, it's interactive, it's built about giving you practical tools that you can use in real time. And if you're ready for what's next in your life, go to coaching.thinkunbroken.com. Again, that's coaching.thinkunbroken.com. Now let's get back to the show. Okay. One of the first things, well, one of the things I did, uh, which was a funny thing, because I've suffered, we, we call this imposter syndrome. You know, obviously this, it's a sense that you don't belong at that table, the sense that you don't deserve the success that other people have, uh, or the sense that you're going to get found out. Everyone's going to know you have no idea what you're doing. By the way, I would argue that none of us know what we're doing. Honestly, we're making this journey up as we go along. That's absolutely a-okay. That's not a problem. But there was a couple of kind of pivotal moments for me. Um, I remember one of them was I was looking at other people's successes. And I started looking at these entrepreneurs that I looked up to. I was looking at these people that were making, you know, mega coin off what they're doing. And I started to realize there was actually no pattern in amongst these people. You had Harvard graduates there who had grown up in wealth and grown up and are surrounded by people that could, you know, help them and mentor them and people that gave them good role models for all this. And they were, you know, star pupils going through. And I was like, okay, well, they were obviously always going to succeed. And then you had the high school dropout. You got your people like Russell Brunson who failed at doing a marketing school, you know, failed at doing all these different things and yet was crushing it. And I'm like, the only consistent thing here is they believe in themselves. They've actually realized that they've got as much right to this success as all of us. Because if you look at it, the, the one thing that holds us back isn't other people, it's ourselves. It's our own thinking. Um, there's a conversation, um, I share this a bit with a, a peer of mine, a friend of mine, and she was somebody who consistently turned up online. And what I mean is yeah, Facebook lives multiple times a week, um, constantly putting content out there, engaging with different people, um, just a very vibrant kind of hyper-personal type person. And I was like, right, this is cool. And, and she's a good friend of mine. And I thought, I knew she was going through a launch, so I thought I'd reach out to her and see how things are going. And I had a look and realized she hasn't actually turned up on social for a couple of weeks. She must be on holiday. 
So I thought, oh, yeah. And then I was like, oh, no, hang on. She's in the middle of a launch. There can't be a holiday. So I getting confused. So I just sent her a message and said, hey, just checking in. How are you doing? How are you getting on? And she came back with two words. I'm okay. Now, I'm okay from a person like that means uh, a whole pile of other things. It means I am definitely not okay, Vince. I'm really struggling right now. I'm spiraling. There's a whole pile going on. I just don't know how I'm going to cope, blah, blah, blah. So I thought, right, that's it. I need to reach out to her properly. So I said, let's jump on a Zoom call. And she goes, no, 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 I, uh, I can't jump on a Zoom call now. Haven't done my hair and makeup. And I went, well, neither have I. So you're okay. And we laughed. And finally, I got her onto a Zoom call, and she just burst into tears. And I was like, Vince, I'm really struggling. I'm spiraling right now. And the reason is, the reason that happened, funny enough, was from success. So she was going through a launch phase. Forbes had reached out and said, hey, we want to do this profile on you. You know, as an entrepreneur, that's a pretty big deal. So they said, what we want you to do is we want you to fill out all this content. So they sent her these things that she had to write. At the same time, she had a large corporate come to her and go, hey, I know you're doing your coaching work and things like that, but I really need you to do some consultation work for us. We're going to pay you bucket loads of money, essentially. So can you put a proposal together for us? So she had these two things that she had to do, a proposal and a uh, writing up the thing for Forbes. And immediately didn't feel worthy of that. Decided to feel overwhelmed at the, this you know, potential success right in front of her. So procrastinated. And then a week went by and she hadn't started either of those. Two weeks went by, same again. Three weeks went by, same again. To the point where it actually got really embarrassing and then shame kicked in. And then she didn't feel like she was like comparing herself to other people would do this easily. Why can't I do this easily? I'm such a failure. I'm such a loser. And while she was describing this to me, this was very raw and very open for her. And she was talking about this pain that she had. And I just turned around and went, oh, my goodness, same here. She went, well, I said, oh, yeah, this was me last Tuesday. And I started talking about the fact that I, I do this as well. I said, uh, and funny enough, it was a large corporate who reached out to me and said, look, we need your expertise. And the weirdest thing is it was about lead generation for an insurance brokerage. I'm going, I could do this in my sleep. Like, this is easy. And they said, yeah, yeah, we just need you for a weekend. We just basically need you to, to put some effort into putting a strategy together for us. And I'm like, yep, yep, sure. Not a problem. They said, great, put a proposal together. Huh, okay. And then I got in my own head and I thought if I put the proposal together, then it's not going to be as good as the agencies they normally deal with because I'm not an agency. And what if, what if it's not what they expected? And what if they reject me? What if they think, oh, man, we wanted it, but actually this guy's an idiot. What if, you know, all these thoughts. And it just caused me to procrastinate and procrastinate and to the point where I didn't take any action. Um, so I told her that and I said, I had to front up to that. And I told her what I did. I actually reached out to them. I thought I, I woke up one morning and thought I need to change this pattern. I need to disrupt this pattern immediately. So I thought I reached out to them and said, look, I just want to be open and honest with you. I'm really struggling putting this proposal together. It's not because I don't understand this. I could do this literally in my sleep. You guys know I'm the expert in this. I said, but the problem I've got is I started getting into my own head and I was really open with them. I said, I started getting in my own head about, you know, what you were expecting for the proposal. And that started to make me a bit overwhelmed. And I just, I procrastinated to the point where it's just embarrassing. So I totally understand if you don't want to deal with me, but if you do, let's crush this. And they said, actually, we really need your help. Get into the office now. We got in there. We just wrote it up on a whiteboard. Done. No proposal necessary. That's what we need to deliver. Did that and got paid heaps of money for it. But I told her this story and in sharing that story with her and being open with her about that and her being open with me, we realized we all go through the same kind of stuff. Like seriously, we are, we're, the, we're the best at getting in our own way. And a lot of that comes from that insecurity and that fear or that, that um, you know, like the imposter syndrome aspect of it. So having somebody else to talk to is incredibly important, but being emotionally honest about that is going to help you to deal with it. So, so we started saying, hey, we need to talk about this a lot more with other people. So we did. We even did a, a Facebook Live in an entrepreneur's group. And the two of us just joking around, talking about what we've been through. And 
put ourselves out there very vulnerably, man, like very vulnerably. Like people could easily judge you for that kind of thing and say, well, you can't, you, you procrastinate on putting together a proposal. What the hell is wrong with you? You call yourselves amazing entrepreneurs. Like people do this all the time. But actually the response from people was, oh, so good to know I'm not alone. So good to know I go through that as well. And as you guys, you know, so I think that's one of the keys is actually being emotionally honest without it. Um, actually getting out of our own way, essentially. And having someone, you, you mentioned it before, having someone to hold you to account is one of the most important parts of, uh, of all of it. It's one of the things, like you said, every successful entrepreneur, and I mean every, I'll be very surprised if there was a single successful entrepreneur that didn't have some form of mentor or coach or someone speaking into their life. And the reason for that is because they've realized the truth that we need to realize, and that is you can't do this alone. You can't do entrepreneurship alone. You can't do life alone. We are not designed to be alone. You need people that can prop you up when they need to, people that can lift you up when you fall down, people that can stand by your side, celebrate your successes with you. So you need to make sure you've got people speaking into you. How do you continue the momentum? Because I, I feel like those are, if I were to pinpoint the number one way that people let themselves down, it's by giving up on their dreams because it got too difficult. Mm -hmm. How how have you been able to either cultivate momentum or build momentum or, you know, even in those moments, like, like what is the process for that? Because I, I see the transition and the trajectory of your life. It obviously didn't happen overnight. I'm sure you're probably nowhere close to where you're trying to go and what's next, but how do you, how do you continue to have that carry through to push you towards what you want to accomplish? Yes. So, first of all, uh, with when you have a, a very big goal, as you mentioned, and you have said that, uh, if you just leave it like that and then try to take the next little step in order to reach there, that's probably not going to work. For me, it wouldn't work like that. I would need to kind of reverse engineer that goal and see if that is really what I want where need, do I need to be in a year's time from now, for example, to reach that, or in six months or in three months or next week? Uh, so chunking it down into smaller things uh, really helps with, with the momentum because you have a more clear direction and it's broken down. And you know that if I have completed this chunk of the goal over this month, then I know that my next one is this and and uh, and so on. If I can give you an example, I, I ran the, the London Marathon uh, a few months ago and that was the first time I ran a marathon. If I started just by thinking, how will I run those 26 miles? The motivation would be very <laughs> difficult to maintain. I But I had broken it down uh, reversely into I need to do this a month before, to be able to do this a month before, this two months before. So I was working towards smaller goals or interim uh, goals, which are much more uh, achievable. So doing like a, a 10, 10 kilometers as, uh, is a much more approachable and uh, goal than saying I'm going to do the, the marathon. Yes, you will do the marathon eventually, but you have to build yourself uh, up to this. So I think that is the 
key to momentum to one of the keys. There are many, but that is one of the keys to have smaller sub goals that will lead to that big goal. And uh, rather than looking at the very end of what you are um, wanting to achieve, look a little bit closer. What is my next step? Especially when on those days when you really don't feel like you want to practice or work or run or get out of bed or uh, that's really the time that uh, it it has uh, helped me to keep up the momentum and if one other thing that comes to mind as uh, an action if you want because momentum is very easy to uh, lose it's it's pretty much a daily process but if for any reason because things will happen and life will happen you get out of the momentum and you don't do what you wanted to do for one day, make sure 100% that there won't be a second day that uh, you'll, you will not do the actions that you have set yourself to do. Uh, because if it's easier, it's, uh, you know, get back on the horse as soon as you can. At the moment that two, three, four days pass, then you might as well start over because your momentum will have dropped to zero. I don't know if if you agree with that, but uh, for me, these are things that I personally do and they have helped me to maintain the momentum. And, you know, after a point, it just goes on. uh, When you pick enough, it goes faster and faster. You don't really need to do that much effort. Unbroken Nation, hope that you just got a tremendous amount of value from today's episode. I want to know what you think. Please do me a favor and review, rate, and share the episode with three friends on social media today. It would mean the world if you did, because ultimately at the end of the day, creating community and connection is how we heal generational trauma in the world. And I need your help to do that, Unbroken Nation. So if you're on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you are, please like comment, share, review. I want to know not only what you like about the show, but how I can make the show better, how I can make this further about helping you on your healing journey. So do me a favor. And when you do shoot me a screenshot of you making the review to my DM at Michael Unbroken on Instagram so that I can have a conversation with you, say hi, and more importantly, so I can share it with the Unbroken Nation. Thank you so much, my friend. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. 
and I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.